Automation makes things easier. There's no doubt about that. The definition of automation is the creation and application of technologies to produce and deliver goods and services with minimal human intervention. So where did the idea come from originally, and how has it changed the world? What does this mean for the future of automation, and primarily, what does this mean for Gen Z? Welcome to Conversation Machines, Season 2, Episode 7. Today's episode will discuss the good and bad parts of automation. If you're new here, thanks for stopping by. If you're a regular listener, thanks for coming back. Now, let's begin. The first usage of the term automation was not long ago. In 1948, the Ford Motor Company had new machines in their warehouses and were trying to figure out the best way for the machines to work together. These machines would load in parts and pass them between each other. An engineering manager by the name of Delmar Harder stated, what we need is more automation, thus giving birth to the term that is widely used today. The idea of automation, however, goes back all the way to 762 BC in ancient Greece. In Homer's The Iliad, Homer discussed the god of fire and craftsmanship, Hephaestus. He describes the automatons in Hephaestus's workshop. These automatons were the ancient Greek equivalent of self-operating robots. Powered by magic instead of technology or electricity, these automatons aided Hephaestus in completing mundane and repetitive tasks. Does that sound familiar? The concept of automation began taking shape by way of business magnate and American industrialist Henry Ford. The term automation was introduced and used after the assembly line revolutionized the manufacturing industry. This makes a little sense, but this is history nonetheless. Between 1908 and 1915, Henry Ford implemented a new system into his factory called the assembly line. The assembly line manufacturing process radically changed the way the Ford Motor Company produced cars. Instead of putting one car together at a time, piece by piece, cars were able to be mass-produced via sequencing on the assembly line. Each piece would be added on and moved down the line, eventually becoming a car by the time it reached the end of the line. This cut down the time to produce one car from 12 hours to a mere one and a half hours, or 90 minutes. As with every, any revolutionary invention, it was innovated upon as the years passed. For the past 100 years, automation has been proven time and again to make processes more efficient. The world has become accustomed to working in assembly lines, allowing businesses to continue operating at maximum velocity for as long as possible. Although, the one dependent variable automation has always kept was the need for humans. Previously, the idea of automation was to reduce human intervention, but not eliminate it. Now, the definition of automation is being updated. When humans are no longer needed for businesses to stay afloat, what happens next? Automated technologies are still in the works and continue to be improved upon with each passing day. Considering the pace of technological innovation and factoring in the concept of the assembly line, it is easy to consider the possibility of humans getting kicked out of the, the processes altogether, more in favor of robots that can do more work for little to no cost.
The good news about automation is that, historically speaking, the idea isn't new. Unfortunately, this is where the bad news begins. If history is destined or doomed to repeat itself, automation is no exception. Automation in the 21st century, which will be AI and robot driven, will leave you and your loved ones scratching your heads, trying to figure out where to go, and more importantly, what to do. It will leave you in search of occupation, financials, lifestyle, identity, and meaning. If you are a member of Gen Z, you will be affected the most because you'll be at the intersection of this radical shift. This is why it is so important to understand what's coming and plan ahead, so that when these inevitabilities do come to town, you're prepared. If you hadn't noticed, automation is present in your daily life. When you start an online chat with a company to initiate a return or make a complaint, your first interaction is likely with an automated chatbot. This AI-powered chatbot has been programmed to answer simple questions so you don't have to wait in the infamous hour-long queue for a human representative. At the surface, this doesn't seem so detrimental. But what happens when the company starts letting go of its human representatives because AI chatbots have gotten more advanced and capable of handling complex questions? It's good for you, the customers, but bad and possibly life-changing for people working in those mundane but necessary jobs. If you don't believe that a simple chatbot can cause such devastation, take a look at Alibaba. In July of 2015, Alibaba deployed a chatbot called Alimi. Four years later, in 2019, during the Singles Day Shopping Festival in China, which is their version of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, the Alimi chatbot was responsible for 97% of customer service queries across Alibaba's e-commerce platforms. Compared to a human service staff, the chatbot was able to do the work of 85,000 workers. Alimi took care of 300 million queries and helped Alibaba make $38 billion in the process. Automation is even in charge of determining whether you are selected as a potential hiring candidate. AI is used to automate tasks like scheduling interviews and matching candidates to the correct teams and projects. All that is left for humans to do is decide whether you're the best fit for the company. In this case, AI does the heavy lifting and humans call the shots. Then what happens when AI starts calling the shots by itself? It would be faster, more efficient, and more accurate than a human would ever be. And it would learn much faster as well. In this scenario, humans get the boot yet again. Come to think of it, even your financials have succumbed to automation. If you use Wealthsimple's Invest application or any other automated tra trading software like Robinhood, your stock portfolio is at the mercy of an AI algorithm. Your money isn't being managed by a human, it's being managed by software or code. You're letting code dictate which stocks you hold and which stocks you sell. Is that not frightening? Where do stockbrokers go when algorithms inevitably become smarter than them? Closer to home, or inside rather, some of your home appliances have been automated. 
iRobot's Roomba vacuum cleaner is a form of automation. Think about it. Before, you owned the Roomba, but you were tasked with vacuuming the house. Now, you deployed a robot in the form of a Roomba that automates the task for you. The funny part is that you didn't think about this product as a form of automation. Instead, you thought about the practicality of eliminating a chore or task from your daily life and giving it to a robot. This trend seems to be gaining momentum quite rapidly. The entire IoT or Internet of Things ecosystem, which encompasses smart bulbs, smart light switches, smart locks, smart refrigerators, and more, is built with one goal in mind, automation without realization. If you can commit to automated technologies within the confines of your own home, who says companies won't do exactly the same thing? One of the problems is that Gen Z have varied opinions about automation, ranging from a lack of control, which means they can't stop their jobs from being automated, a lack of understanding, meaning a very small number of people are making it Gen Z easy for Gen Z to grasp what automation actually means for them, or a lack of care, meaning a very small number of people are making it clear to Gen Z that automation is happening right now, not in 20 years. In a survey of 500 Gen Z folks, 57% are already worried about the dangers automation could impose on their livelihoods. A different survey suggests 62% of Gen Z having no concern with how automation will impact their job. In yet another survey, 88% of the Gen Zers interviewed stated that automation could make their jobs easier. It seems like Gen Z both fear, don't care, and also want automation at the exact same time. The reason for this may be because employers and educators are not explaining the risks associated with automation and its ever-increasing applications. In fact, according to studies, Gen Z are more likely to take advantage of their employers' education and upskilling offerings when made available. This incentive, called learning and earning, could help Gen Z remain relevant in the marketplace for the foreseeable future. Although, it is up to employers' educational programs and the employee's willingness to continuously learn on the job to have a significant impact on Gen Z. Otherwise, it's just wasted time, money, and effort. Thus, the data is varied across the board. It does not seem like Gen Z have a strong, objective understanding of what automation represents for them and for the world. Maybe it's because they don't care, or maybe it's because they think they don't need to care. Maybe the blame is on employers, educators, or the media. The truth of the matter is that automation isn't being talked about like it's right around the corner. It's being talked about like it's decades or centuries away, or an impossibility. Could this be the reason for the lack of awareness and care around automation? Would more awareness and insight surrounding automation even make a difference? Still, the data around automation suggests a couple of things. The first is automation will be impactful, which is agreed upon by most. Considering the lack of information and awareness that people have, the notion that automation represents a significant shift in the lives of workers is thankfully understood and also anticipated. The conversation whether this impact will be beneficial or detrimental is ongoing.
The second thing is Gen Z will be in the middle of experiencing this impact. So learning about the impact of automation in your particular field and understanding how you can take advantage of it should be high on your list of priorities. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share it with your friends. More importantly, please discuss any and all topics you find interesting. The more we talk about what future we want, the more likely we are to build a future that we need. Thank you for listening to, the, to this episode, and I hope to see you soon.